Hi everybody, welcome back to the second episode of On the Table. I hate how I say, oh my, that's literally not supposed to start. I hate when I say, like, I hate how I say stuff sometimes. <sighs> okay, we're gonna try this again. Leave this in because I like to be real with you guys. So, like, please leave this in, but... Hey everybody, it's Anthony Luckett. Welcome back to On the Table. We're on our second episode, and I'm feeling better than ever. Today, we're going to be talking about relationships, which, you know, we're not talking about friendships, relationships with your parents. We're talking about relationships, like dating and crushes and breakups and stuff like that and marriage, if we get to that, but... Um, I, this is so, like, if you know me personally, this is something I usually just don't talk about, and it's so weird for me, and, like, not to get, like, dark or anything, but I think the reason why I don't like talking about relationships, or, like, the reason why I don't talk about it often, is because my parents were divorced when I was younger, so I think I'm kind of jaded to the idea of, like, relationships, and that's probably why I don't like being affectionate, like, I hate, like, being affectionate with people, like, in that way, I don't know, I think it is because my parents were divorced when I was younger, I don't know, if you know anything about that, uh, let me know, um, but anyway, we're talking about relationships today, and I wanted to do this for, like, a long time, because I feel like, even though I'm not in a relationship, I feel like it would be nice to talk about and kind of give my input on it, because literally, I've been, like, 99 point nine percent of my life I've been single and I love it but yeah um if I mention anything for like personal experience just know I'm being very broad in what I'm talking about so if you're like oh this is about so and so I'm being very broad and you might be wrong so please don't just assume I'm talking about a person anything like that. I'm being very broad in what I'm talking about. So I think we should just get started on the topic today. And yeah, let's do this. So I've been trying to eat a lot healthier, right? And especially in these times that we're in right now. And one thing that helps me track how healthy my food is is the Fujicate app. Fujicate basically lets you scan the barcodes on foods and everything and lets you look them up and they see and it ranks it from an A to an F how healthy it is. You, you, It's available for Android and iOS. I basically just download it. It has a scanner thing with your camera. You scan the barcode and it tells you right away. You also can look for trending recipes on here for foods and people's weight loss journeys, which is super inspiring and super amazing. It also counts your calories as well, if that's if that's something you're into. So, if you're interested, download the Fujicate app. It's for iOS and Android. It's free in the App Store. Um, yeah, track your food and live a healthier lifestyle. So, I think we should start off with crushes because, you know, when you get into a relationship, that's, like, the first thing. That's how it all starts. It all starts as a crush. So I think we're going to start with that first. So. Crushes are, like, really complicated. It's a very, like... I don't, like, how do I say it? Like, it's very, like, annoying to me. As crazy as that sounds, like, like, having a crush is just so annoying. Because you never really know, like, how the other person feels. Or, like... It can be hard to express your emotions to the person sometimes. So I think it, it's just very weird as far as crushes go. But I'm going to talk about my experience with the with crushes. This is literally all... This is how far it's gotten for me is just crushes. It hasn't gone beyond that in any one that I've liked. So I've had about four... Or five crushes in my entire life. And I'm all... I'm, I've am i been moved past them by now. They're just little funny memories like to laugh about when I think about my past. But 
I feel like crushes for me were just very, like, weird. Like, I was a very, like, awkward, very quiet, very shy kid. And the way I used to, like, tell my crush that I liked him, I would just, like, be, like, extremely nice. But they wouldn't get the hint. So I, it looked like I was just being really friendly. But in real life, I liked them a lot and I wanted to date them. It never got beyond that because I wouldn't, I, I didn't know how to express my emotions well. I'm not like that now. Like, if I like you, I'm going to tell you I like you. Like, straightforward. But, like, I didn't, I used to, like, not be that way. And I think it's because I wasn't very social back then. I was, was very, very shy. But, like, my thought process throughout having crushes is just, like, at first, like, I was like, oh my god, it's so weird. Because, like, ew, I like somebody. And again, like I said earlier, I think the reason why I, like, hate, like, love, I don't hate it. It's, sometimes it can just be very, like, weird to me. I think it's, I think it is because my parents were divorced. But, when I was younger, I was just like, ew, this is weird, I'm in, like, I like somebody. Like, that's gross. And then, like, I would just, like, stress over... Oh my god, I would stress over it so much. I'm like, oh my god, like, do they like me back? I remember on Valentine's Day, I gave one of my crushes, like, some candy. And then, like, they just didn't... Like... Oh my god, this is so weird. Because I haven't talked about this in, like, ever. I haven't talked about this ever. But, like, I gave my crush some candy, and they didn't, like... And I'm using they. I'm talking about a girl, but I'm using they because I don't really know what their pronouns are and I'm going to respect them, so I'm just going to use they. But they didn't, like, they didn't accept it the way I wanted them to. I think they just took it as me being, like, a really good friend, which I hated. Oh, my God, I hated being friend-zoned. Um, they just took it as me being, like, a good friend, and that was it. And this was, like, in, like, fifth grade. I, like, no, it was, like, fourth grade, I think. It was either fourth or fifth grade, but, like, we were getting to be friends, but then, like, I just, the more I got over the crush on that person, like, the more I saw their true colors, like, they were just, a, a, like, a really, like, toxic person to be friends with, let alone, like, if I, if I ended, ended up dating them, I know it would just, like, would have been, like, really bad, because they were just so toxic. Like, I think they were just, like, a really toxic person to be around. I actually literally don't know how they're doing to this day. Um, and I really don't care because she's just really toxic. So I didn't, as far as being friends goes, like, it was just, she was just, like, a really toxic friend. But, yeah, that was actually my second crush. I had another crush. The f I, my first crush was in second grade. And, like, we were, like, friends. And then, like, I was like, oh my god, like, I really like you, because, like, like, we're such good friends, and, like, but I didn't really think about it, like, as me dating them, it was just us, like, kind of, like, oh, we're just, like, really, really good friends. I never really put a label on, like, the dating thing, like, I didn't want to date them, it was just, I don't know how to describe it, it was just not dating, in a sense, it wasn't, like, an actual relationship, it was just us being, like, really, really, really good friends. And then eventually dating when we got older. That's, I think that's what I was trying. I think that's what I was thinking back when I had my first question, literal second grade. I was literally, like, two. Like, why was I thinking about having, like, a crush at, in second grade? That's so weird. And mind you, I'm not even fully, like, grown yet, so I look like a literal bear. I look like a teddy bear. Like, I hadn't lost all my baby fat yet. It was just an awkward time. Like... And I think the reason, part of the reason why I, like, my crushes didn't like me back is because I wasn't the most attractive or, like, appealing physically. Because, like, fifth, like, third through, like, fifth grade, actually, no, it's not true. Like, third through, like, seventh grade was just, like, a really, no, I wouldn't even, yeah. Like, third through seventh grade was just, like, a really weird time for me. Like, I just didn't look good, like, at all. But yeah, that was my first and second crush. My third crush, I think, was in seventh grade. 
but the plus side of the crush was that we were already, like, best friends already, but again, it literally did not end up as a relationship, it only ended up as just, like, a friendship. I, th I honestly think the reason, <gasps> wait, okay, I think the reason why the friendships didn't work out is because I told them I liked them, and it just, I, I basically just essentially ruined the friendship by telling them I had a crush on them. Because that happened, like, literally all three times. Three or four times. So, in hindsight, I'm not thinking about it. I literally just had, like, this whole, like, revelation. Like, it's literally all my fault. The friendship didn't work out. Oh, my God. Wait. Oh, wait. That's actually... Wow. Now I feel, like, I feel really bad now. Because I, I literally could have still been friends with them, and then, like, eventually became, like, I, we eventually could have been in a relationship together later, but, like, oh my gosh, I think I, I literally legitimately ruined the friendship. Anyway, that's a story for another time, because I literally just had a whole revelation, or, like, awakening right now. But, yeah. I haven't had a crush since then. I'm, not, I'm pretty sure if I did, I forgot. Because, literally, I just forgot. I have a horrible memory. But, that was my four main crushes that I specifically remember. If I have more, I literally have no clue. My friends will probably tell me when they listen to this. But, I think I just, like... The reason, like, why I don't have any more crushes now, because I think I've just blown it. Like, I just don't have the energy to... Dude, and the, one, and the one main reason why it probably didn't work out is because I wasn't focusing on myself, either. I don't know, but... Yeah. And I also was, like, very, like, awkward. Like, when I would, like, compliment my crushes on stuff like that, it would just be so weird and awkward and so embarrassing. And then, like, afterward, I'd be like, oh my god, I totally ruined that. Dang it. <laughs> and I would just, like, literally beat myself up about it for, like, a month. Like, literal months. I beat myself up about it for months. Anyway, to close that, it was just very weird. Like, it was very weird having crushes at such a young age. And I feel like, most, like, the common age to have a crush is, like, fourth, fifth grade. Because you're, like, growing and, you know, you're becoming more mature. But, yeah. That's basically all I wanted to say about crushes. But if you're learning anything from my experiences with having crushes, I think the moral of the story is you just wait, okay? Wait and express your feelings like very bluntly so that they know. But just like make sure you're not being like awkward about it like I was. Like I just think. Ugh, like, it was just very, like, a weird, like, don't do what I did, please, because it'll end to, it'll, if you're already friends with the person, like, it'll end up very, very bad, like, very, very bad and awkward. Next, we're going to be talking about relationships. So, I didn't really, like, I'm talking, like, school-wise, or, like, with, like, seeing through, like, my friends, I didn't really see anyone get into, like, any relationships until, like, 6th or 7th grade. And I hated it. And it wasn't because, like, I was jealous that other people in my my age were in relationships, like, happy. Because, like, I didn't, there's literally no reason for me to be jealous about that because I literally, like, don't... I hate relationships. But, like, just seeing everyone in a relationship, like, at, like, 12, 13, 14 years old, Sometimes, like, it can be very, very good and, like, very, very, like, mature. And, like, the people in the relationship are, like, very mature and have, like, and, like, love themselves before they love anyone else. But majority of the time, the people my age who are in relationships literally have no clue what they're doing. And it always just ends up very bad. Like, I've always said since, like, middle school that, like, middle school and high school relationships are just so annoying and gross and, like, bad and toxic because 
in middle school and high school, during that stage, you literally have no clue what you're doing in life. And I'm not saying that, like, I have my life figured out because I literally have no clue what I'm doing either. But people who are in relationships in, like, middle school and high school have no clue what they're doing. And, are just, and most of the time just end up getting hurt after being broken up with in a middle school and high school relationship because they don't know what they're doing. I see people all the time just rushing themselves into a relationship that they think is going to work and they just romanticize, like, everything. For no reason. And it always ends up getting them hurt in the long run. I've always hated relationships because I just feel like I'm... Like, the reason why I hate relationships so much is because... I never feel like I'm actually mentally ready to have a relationship in my life right now. It's been that way for literally, like, four years. Like, I'm, number one, just not mature enough because I just think... I don't think I can handle sharing myself with another person because I don't even have my myself figured out yet. I don't... I don't know how to manage my time yet. I don't know how... I'm, I don't, literally don't even know what I'm going to eat for dinner most of the days. And I cook my own... I cook by myself. So, like, I have no, I don't know, I couldn't imagine having to share my time and myself and my personal life, which I'm very protective over, with someone who I literally don't even know, or I've known for literally, like, four months. Like, it's just so foreign to me, being in a relationship, feeling that love for someone else, because I don't even know myself enough yet to get into a serious relationship. And, like, this is how, this is usually how, like, middle school and high school relationships go. People have crushes on each other. They rush themselves into a relationship way too fast. They date for, like, two weeks. Maximum, like, six months. And then they just break up, like, six months later. Or, two weeks later, it's usually what happens is two weeks. I think the maximum time for a relationship, like middle school or high school relationship, is like a year to like a six months to a year. And that's it. It never, it literally never lasts longer than six months to a year. Or two weeks. Because people just are so dumb and blind to the fact that they don't even love themselves enough to be in a relationship or share their time with someone else. It, it's, it's, it irritates me because, like, I, like, I'm a, I have probably a really selfish mindset, so I don't like sharing anyways, which is something that I'm literally working on. I hate sharing most of the time, especially if it's something that's really sacred to me. I hate sharing it. It's like, when I see other people sharing their time blindly with someone who, A, doesn't even appreciate them is two just looking for something else other than an actual serious relationship or three is just rushing it i i get so irritated because it's like you should know better and some people don't which i try to give them like what's the word i forget but i try to empathize with them i'm like okay you don't know what you're doing it's okay Sometimes people just literally, sometimes, sometimes people literally simply just don't know, which is okay, which is why I suggest that people wait to get in relationships until they're mature enough and old enough to handle the, the hardships that come with having a relationship, like cheating and breakups. So, like, it's, it's really annoying. And I feel like the way you should get in a relationship is, like, you start where you feel, and you know that you love yourself enough to the point where if the person you, you're dating breaks up with you, you'd be alright. You know? And I know some people just can't... I feel like some people just need that validation in their life, which is honestly so sad because if you if you think you're, you don't like have enough validation, I'm telling you right now, you are amazing. You can handle yourself. You're strong. Okay, but you just can't let someone validate you. 
The only person that can validate yourself is you. You're the only person that can give yourself validation. You don't need validation from anyone else in this world except for you. And that's it. Period. But yeah, I feel like people just rush and, you know, just are so blind to the fact that sometimes relationships just don't work in the time of their life that they're in right now. It's just... Ugh. But also, as much as I, like, really don't like relationships, I feel like there's, like, there's, like, some parts that, like, are just, like, really fun, like, connecting with another person on a deeper level that shares the same interest with you, or someone who, like, you get to have, like, a special connection with people who you truly love and care about, and you can build a better, better relationship with them. And, like, you can get, you get to have new experiences with the person that you're in a relationship with. I feel like those are all really fun things that you, that come with a relationship. And also, like, doing really cute things. Like, sometimes doing cheesy, cute things are actually really fun. I used to not think that way, but as I've opened my eyes more and I've taken a better point of view from other people, I'm like, maybe this could be fun. Like, going on little dates to, like restaurants, they're, like, going to, like, the carnival or whatever on a date. It could be fun. Which is, like, that's why, like, it's not all bad in my eyes. Like, relationships, I'm not saying that, like, relationships, I just hate them and I never want to have one. I eventually want to be in a relationship with someone down the line. I'm just saying right now, in this stage of my life that I'm in right now, I just couldn't imagine being in one right now. Absolutely not. And yeah, I have crushes here or there, here and there, but, like, I don't, like, obsess or, like, try to rush myself in a relationship with a crush that I have. Because 9 out of 10, 9 times out of 10, they literally are not ready either. Which they should be, because, you know, it depends on, just, it just depends on, like, what stage of your life you're in right now. And if you feel you're ready to be in a relationship, go for it. Just make sure the other person is ready, too, so that there's no, there's not a lot of struggles when in the, in the relationship. We're going to talk about toxic relationships now. Um, this is, this is hard for me because I've never really experienced a toxic relationship firsthand, but I kind of know the signs. Like, if you and your partner are arguing literally almost every day, multiple times, get out of that relationship as soon as you can and try to distance yourself from them. Or, if you're more upfront about it, just say, hey, I really think this isn't going to work between us. I think we should go our separate ways. And then let it happen. Easy. Another sign of toxic relationships, I think, are like, because I've actually seen this firsthand with my friends, actually. Like, if your partner is, like, constantly putting you down for stuff you just can't control, they are not worth anything in your life, and you need to cut them off, period. Your partner, someone who you love, to your, someone that you truly love should not be putting you down, and vice versa. If you truly love somebody, you should not be putting them down about stuff that they literally cannot control. If you're, like, pointing out a bunch of imperfections in your partner all the time, that's not healthy. Like, it's literally, it's, that's not healthy one bit. If you truly love someone, you should be able to look past the imperfections and past the anything that's wrong with them. You should be able to look past that and truly love them for who they are and not for the imperfections. Instead, appreciate them and acknowledge that they're there, but don't make such a big deal out of them. That's just not healthy. And, like, also, like, if you're putting your all in, if your partner isn't putting enough effort into the relationship as you are, I say maybe you should kind of step back a little bit, talk to your partner, be vocal, because I think that's one thing that's really important in a relationship. That is the most important thing in a relationship, 
is communication. I cannot stress this enough. Talk to your partner. Talk to your crush. Talk to whoever who's in the relationship with you. Talk to them because if you're not talking to them, that you won't they won't know how you feel. And when you're in a relationship, your partner should always know how you feel about stuff because you guys are one. You guys are in love. You guys are sharing a part of yourself with them. You should always be vocal with your partner about anything. If you have trouble talking to your partner about that, maybe I suggest maybe you go see a relationship therapist or couple counseling. I heard that really works. I don't think my parents used couple counseling. Which, you know, and that's okay because sometimes couple counseling is not for everyone. I understand that. But, like, communicating is, communicating is just such a big important part of a relationship and like the healthy foundation of a relation of a relationship because you and your partner should always be able to talk about anything if that's not the case maybe try to find a new relationship and by being completely honest like if you can't talk to your partner about anything you want to if you're being judged about talking to your partner about something get out that is not healthy that is a very toxic relationship and you should get out and I am placing a trigger warning here, but especially if, like, you and your partner's relationship turns physical, immediately seek help if you need it. Get out of the relationship. Cut off all ties with the person who was being abusive. Move on. Maybe go see a therapist if you've been affected. If you have, I'm, I'm genuinely, genuinely, genuinely so sorry. But... If it's even, like, verbal abuse, cut them off immediately and find someone who really appreciates you for what you are, for who you are, what you like, what you don't like, who you are as a person, and your personality. Find someone who loves you for you, not for your body, not for your money, your fame, anything else. Find someone who loves you for you, period. That is the most important thing in a relationship, is communication, being mentally ready, loving yourself, and finding someone who loves you for you, and only you. If you are in a relationship where you're kind of bouncing around between partners, you're the problem. Especially if you're hurting your other partner's feelings, you're the problem. If you really love somebody, you love only them. At least that's how it should be, and if it's not, that's just messed up. Because I believe cheating of any kind is just very, very, like, unacceptable. Like, at, like it literally, it's so unacceptable. But, yeah. That is my small relationships. I just feel like, for me, I'm just not ready at all. Because I'm, I am still so young. Also, I just have a lot more life to live. I, I, I am literally only 14 years old. I'm turning 15 this year. But I am only, I'm still a teenager. Like, I literally have not... I'm not even in my 20s yet. I have not experienced life. I'm not in college yet. I'm still in high school. I literally have not experienced life of any kind yet. Especially since we're in the middle of a pandemic. So I literally cannot go and live life. But... If you haven't lived, like, please just live life first and then find somebody who you can go on adventures with and who loves you. I feel like I'm rambling now because I've just been saying over and over. And, like, I know I'm literally, like, I've been in no relationships, literally at all. And I find it so funny because since I've been in no relationships, Like, I've been in zero relationships. Literally, I've been in zero relationships. I haven't dated anybody in my entire life. But I am my friend's relationship therapist. Oh, and I can spill some truth on relationships. I know that for a fact, even though I've never been in a relationship before. It's weird like that. And that's just how it works. I don't know why. It's super weird. So, I've been trying to eat a lot healthier, right? And especially in these times that we're in right now. And one thing that helps me track how healthy my food is is the Fujicate app. Fujicate 
basically lets you scan the barcodes on foods and everything and lets you look them up. And they see, and it ranks it from an A to an F, how healthy it is. You, you, it's available for Android and iOS. I basically just download it. It has a scanner thing with your camera. You scan the barcode and it tells you right away. You also can look for trending recipes on here for foods and people's weight loss journeys, which is super inspiring and super amazing. It also counts your calories as well, if that's if that's something you're into. So, if you're interested, download the Fujikate app. It's for iOS and Android. It's free in the App Store. Um, yeah, track your food and live a healthier lifestyle. Alright, next topic is breakups. So... You're in the final stage of your relationship. You talk with you talk with your partner, or maybe you haven't. I'm gonna give you guys help on that too. If you haven't talked to your partner and you want to break up and leave the relationship, I'll give you tips on how to do that. But I did just burp. I'm so sorry. I had a coffee later. I only had a coffee and a, mu and a muffin today, and it's like 12 p.m. right now. It's literally not healthy, but I'll eat later. I actually don't know what I want to eat, but anyway. You're in the final stage of your relationship with your partner. You've discussed with them that you literally that you don't want to be in the relationship anymore. And you guys break up. It's going to hurt. If you've never been broken up with, I know for a fact, I've seen it firsthand, that breakups are going to hurt. No matter how mutual the decision is, no matter how chill you are about it, it's you're gonna it's you're gonna be hurt by the breakup, and that's okay. Okay. Breakups just happen. They're a natural thing. They happen. You have to move on at some point. And if you're in a breakup right now and you're having a tough time, I promise you that is it is going to get better. And maybe it was for the best because some people just. Like, some relationships simply just don't work out. Like, my parents. They were married. They're, they got a divorce. Their relationship just didn't work out. And they're both happy now. So, they both moved on from it. So, the way I kind of think you should deal with breakups. Everyone deals with breakups in their own way, by the way. I'm not saying this is like like a structured thing that you have to follow this if you've been broken up with before. That's not what I'm saying, because everyone deals with everything differently. But, I think what you should do is, if you've been broken up and you're, and you're really hurt by it, I think the best way to deal, with, to deal with it is to not speak to anyone else in a romantic manner, because that could genuinely damage you very bad in the long run, and damage the, the potential relationship you have with the person that you're talking to. So, don't talk to anyone else for, like, about, I, I would say about, like, six months to a year. Because I feel like that's a good amount of time for to heal. Again, I have no clue, because I've never been broken up with. But, yeah, so, take, like, don't talk to anyone else in a romantic manner. Take some time for yourself, maybe go on vacation. That's really helped. Um being broken up with and going on a vacation with your friends or family that really helps that really 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 helps um yeah just taking time for yourself focusing on yourself doing some self-care you know glowing up i heard that really helps too like glowing up really 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 helps um making sure that you're emotionally ready to get in a relationship after being broken up with, that is huge. Because I've seen some influencers or people in my life that aren't completely healed from a relationship that they had or, like, a breakup from they had, and they immediately move on with other with someone else, and they are just... The relationship just doesn't work out in the new one, too. So please just take time for yourself. That's really important. Um, maybe changing your space or environment. So, I've seen people, after breaking breakups, that they move, like, 
living spaces. I know that's not that's not gonna work for everyone because not everyone I don't really know how everyone's income is, but I heard that really helps because apparently the energy the negative energy in that old space where the breakup had happened, it could affect your daily life. So moving into a new space, a new living space could really help with getting over a breakup and you know deleting all the pictures that you have with certain um x that really helps too and i think just like living life out it's like going with the flow in life really helps a breakup and like kind of just like crying crying is really essential i know people get a lot of hate for crying over like breakups for some odd reason because i think that's totally normal like i've seen some celebrities get like hated on for crying over their ex that is completely fine i don't know why that's such a big deal to people like le- like crying is completely normal when something bad happens especially with men in relationships oh my god can we talk about that for a second like if you're in a relationship with a guy, or it's, like, a guy-girl, guy-guy, whatever, and, like, the guy cries about the relationship isn't in his, like, fi- is like physically, like, distraught over it, men get so much hate from other toxic men with, to- with a toxic masculinity mindset for crying over an ex-partner. What the heck? That's just so annoying to me because men have, like, boys or, like, men have feelings too. I feel like men or, like, little boys are, like, structured in a way by their parents majority of the time where, or by their fathers, like, by telling, like, their fathers telling them that they can't cry or crying is for girls or crying is not being a man. Everyone cries. That is, like, I feel like I feel like I should do an episode on, like, toxic masculinity in a future episode. Because that really, that's something that's just, like, very, re- that, like, resonates with me a lot. And I have very, very strong opinions on toxic masculinity. Um, I think I'll do that in, like, in the next episode. Because I really do want to talk about that. But, like, people saying that, like, men can't cry in a relationship... And calling them, like, weak. Is, like, whoever's saying that to men in relationships need to just mind their own freaking business. And I almost just cussed because I, I get so mad about it. Stop being concerned with, with anyone else's business in a relationship. That's actually what I'm to talk about next, too. But if a man, if a man cries in a relationship, let them be. Crying is completely normal. No one said men men can't cry because men are human and humans cry. Humans show emotion. It's okay for a man to show emotion. I have no problem crying because I'm I don't have a toxic masculine mindset. If I if I feel like I'm going to cry, I'm going to cry no matter where I am or who I'm around. I don't care. Because I know that's completely normal for men to cry. So, I feel like that's just something that's really, like, but that bothers me in relationships. Or, like, breakups. Is, like, men get so much hate for crying. And people are like, well, men should be the ones who are really chill about it. And the women usually cry. That is absolutely not true. Because I know for a fact some of my friends that are boys... Were distraught over their girl, over their, over their girlfriends breaking up with them. Complete, it's completely fine to cry as a man, as a man, like as a boy. So whoever is whoever is saying that that men can't cry, or men crying makes them weak, please mind your business, get a life, and stop being so miserable. Please. Okay, now it's moving into questions. Um, We're going to do the question portion of this episode where you guys ask me questions on Instagram and Twitter. And um, 
I give you guys advice or answer your questions. Um, if you want to send us some in some questions on Instagram, the ad is on the table podcast with an extra T. And I usually do some advice panels or question panels every week, like once a week. And if you want to follow the On the Table podcast Twitter, the at is at On the Table underscore pod. And you can ask us questions there. But the first question is, how do I explain to my parents that their relationship isn't healthy? So I feel like this is pretty complicated because my parents, coming from like a personal standpoint, my parents divorced when I was like three or four years old. And I didn't really, like, know what was going on. I kind of just saw it as mom and dad were going to live separately, and I was going with mom. No, actually, actually, it was my dad first, I'm pretty sure. I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure I stayed with my dad first, and then I moved in with my mom. But I kind of just saw it as mom and dad are living separately, and I got to have, like, two parents in different households that were both really cool. But, I mean, anyway... Um, my advice to you is to sit your parents down. You could either do this separately or together. I'd suggest setting them down together. And basically telling them that, and basically saying this. Mom and dad, I think that your relationship is getting very, very toxic and unhealthy. And whether you know it or not, it's putting a damper on me and my mental health, and I know you want the best for me and your kids, so I think it'd be better if you guys were to split up, or to, or to figure something out, because I'm seeing a pattern that you guys are not going down a healthy relationship road, and I think you guys need to separate. And I guarantee you, if you say that to them in a very sincere loving tone and not coming on to them very like negative i th- i'm nine times nine times out of ten i guarantee you that they will listen to you and do the best for their kids and do the best for their relationship because parents naturally just want the best for their kids in a basic like that's base point and if you express to them how you feel and you're telling them how you think it's how it's putting a damper on your mental health. I guarantee that the, I guarantee that they'll listen and figure something out so that you don't get stressed out by their problems. I think I genuinely think that's the best way to explain to them that their relationship isn't healthy, and especially if they're not seeing it, then you should definitely mention that to them that their relationship is not healthy at all. You're seeing patterns. And that it's just not okay. Next question is, is it okay for my boyfriend to have girl best friends? So, this is kind of complicated because obviously I'm not a girl. But I think, personally, if I was a girl in a relationship with a guy, I would, I'm not naturally like a jealous person. Like, at all. I think people can be friends with whoever they want to be. But if your boyfriend is paying more attention to his girl best friend over you, I think, to a certain extent, I think that it's not good. Because I personally think that if you're in a relationship and you love the person a lot, I think that your significant other should come before your best friend. Especially if you guys have, A, been together for, like, a long time, or, B, you guys really, really love each other. Like, your boyfriend can still have be friends with his girl best friend, but if you start noticing that he's not paying enough attention to you, or he's not putting enough, he's putting more effort into his friendship than you guys' relationship, I say break up. Because that's not healthy. And I think at that point it becomes a problem. Next question says, Is it considered cheating if my significant other compliments someone else? This, I I think, 
that I think it's the same thing with the last question. Like, it's okay. It, like, it's natural to compliment other people on how they look. But if it's like, oh my god, they're so hot. Like, they're just so beautiful. And your significant other doesn't say that to you. I think that's when it becomes a problem. And and, and they, that, I think that's the thing that you have to watch out for. Um, because, like... I don't think it's wrong for your significant other to compliment other people. That's just... We do it all the time as humans. But if it's, like, excessive, I think that's when it becomes a problem. And with that, I say... Kind of talk to them about that and let them know that you it, it makes you uncomfortable. And it makes you sort of feel like you're not enough to them. And I guarantee if they really love you, then they'll stop. But if they don't stop, cut the person out of your life and break up with them. Because I think that if your significant other isn't, like, paying you enough attention, then they don't deserve your time anyway. Or is, like, not putting effort in the relationship. I think you just really get yourself out of that because that's really toxic. Next question says, who should wear the pants in their relationship? I have absolutely no clue. Like, I'm being completely honest, I have absolutely no clue we should wear the pants in the relationship. I think there's lots of factors that go into it, but, you know, not every not every relationship is the same. Every relationship is vastly different from others. So, if you want to wear the pants in the relationship, I suggest having a discussion with your partner about that. But I also think that it just comes naturally. Like, you could start wearing the pants in the relationship without even noticing, or the or your partner noticing. It just kind of happens, but I don't think it should be like gender roles that, like, consider who wears the pants in the relationship. That is not important, because th- I genuinely think that my mom wore the pants in the relationship with my dad. But again, I have no clue. Because my parents were divorced, so I have absolutely no clue. But, yeah, I feel like if you're a woman, then, like, if you're a woman and you wear the pants in the relationship, nothing wrong with that. That's totally fine. Good for you. But, yeah, I I just don't think it really, like, should be, like, like a pick and choose who who can wear the pants in the relationship. I don't really think that's how that works. Someone asked how to have a healthy relationship. Um, like I said before, I actually talked about this earlier, but, again, reiterating what I said, having good communication, talking to your partner, really making sure you're ready for a relationship really helps. Um, making sure that you guys really love each other, that's also really important, and making sure that you see a future with your partner and I take that with a grain of salt because I'm saying that coming from a person from a relationship that's like, who, who like the people in the relationship are like 20 years old. I think that is the point in where you should start picturing a future with your significant other. Like if you can see yourself marrying a person, I think that's what I want is like if I'm dating somebody and I don't see a future with them because I'm not going to start dating now. I'm talking about when I'm like, in my 20s, because I'm not dating when I'm a teenager, I'm just not going to do that. That's not how I roll. Um, but, let's say, like, I, I just think that, like, communicating with your partner, like, just, like, making sure that, like, you can see a future with your partner is, like, really important. Like, if you, if you can see yourself marrying, like I said... In a relationship, I will, I, like, I will want to see if, like, if I, if I can see myself marrying my significant other, I'm going to stay in the relationship. If not, I'm breaking up with them. Period. I'm not going to stay in a relationship I don't see a, fu- in, with, a future with anyone with. That's just pointless. Because then I feel like, well, why am I in, the, in this relationship anyway? You know? So that's my thoughts on that. 
Last question says, hi, how do I deal with a crush that I know won't like me back? Um, I feel like this is, like, a very straightforward answer. I just feel like you should, like, slowly get over your crush on the person. I know that sounds, like, very, like, well, duh, but, like, it's not that easy because I've actually dealt with this multiple, multiple times. Like, I think basically just forgetting about your crush, not thinking about them, doing everything that you can to stop thinking about them, I guarantee you in like a week, your crush on them will go away. If it's not that serious. Which is which usually is what happens to me, but again, everyone's different. So, if you have like a really big crush on someone, it might take a few months. Like, it really will. It will take a few months to get over your crush on them if they if you know that they won't like you back. Um, but yeah, basically just distance yourself from them as much as you can. Um, and if you guys are friends, just don't mention that you have a crush on them. Just kind of don't make it awkward. I know that can be hard sometimes because, you know... Having crush anyway is just really awkward. It's a really awkward thing. So, um, just not being awkward about it and kind of just, just distancing yourself from them really helps, I'm, I think. That is the end of the episode. I hope you all enjoyed. Thank you all. So, thank you for the people who sent in questions. Um, I really do appreciate it. Um, if you want your question, if you want your question answered or need advice, follow the On the Table on the table podcast official instagram at on the table podcast with an extra t or you can follow our twitter at on the table underscore pod to for to for your question to be answered in the next episode i had a lot of trouble saying that for some reason um and lastly if you want to send uh, if you want to send in a voicemail to be featured in one of our episodes you can do that if you have the option new episodes of on the table air every friday at 12 a.m I love you all so much, and I hope you have a great day. And remember to make sure just to go slow in a relationship. And make sure you're truly ready. I love you guys a lot. I'll see you next episode in the next one. Bye.